Welcome to the Command Center Podcast. I'm Julie Donaldson. Washington's all-time sack leader Ryan Kerrigan retired with the organization after signing a one-day contract. I sat down with the Washington legend to discuss his career and what the franchise means to him. Ryan, congratulations. Thank you very much. Were you expecting that welcome coming in here? No, I had no idea. I was com- completely caught off guard. Uh, I had I, I was I was shocked. Like I, I to see everybody standing there to see you know, all the D-line dudes that I played with a couple years back standing there. It, and yeah, everybody there, it, it meant a lot to me. You, had, you didn't have words. <laughs> I did. I was like, I, I just, I kind of thought I'd come in here and just kind of do it and then kind of leave. I, didn't, I, I thought they'd be watching film and then, you know, there, there they were. Uh, that, that meant a lot. That was a really, really cool thing. There's so much respect for your career 11 seasons. And even to this day, if I ask some guys, like, what is it that really has made an impact on their career? They'll mention you, but you set that example on how to be able to have the sustainability of that success. And that's, and that means, I mean, that, that means a lot to me. That means that I, I did a, a good job of not just, you know, taking care of myself, but showing, you know, guys that, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a way to do this that can, you know, help you, help you prolong your career, help you stay around a while. And I'm, I'm, to, to know that I was able to impart some good stuff on guys is a, is a cool thing. Okay, so what went into the decision? Why today? Why now? Because, um, to be honest, if I'm being quite frank, this... That I did not intend to play this season, even going into last season. I kind of knew that I kind of got a, a health report last uh, last uh, spring, where I, where I knew that you know this was going to be my that well, twenty one was going to be my last season. So I knew it was going to you know I knew I wasn't going to be playing the twenty two season one way or another. Um, but I I kind of wasn't quite ready to you know announce you know right after the season and whatnot. And um, so I wanted to wait till now, and, and now felt like a good time and. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm happy to be moving on. Do you know what to do with yourself right now? Then not waking up early, not coming to practice. No, I'm, I'm still waking up early, but it's it's to ch- uh, chase after my girls. I mean, my my girls keep me busy. They keep me and my wife busy. But uh, no, I'm I'm definitely planning to find some work. I'm not a I'm not one that will want to sit at you know sit around at home. I'm gonna you know definitely find find a way to you know be productive. I'm gonna challenge you a little bit on your career here. Okay, here we are on July 29th, 2020 known forever is going to be as the day that you officially retire as a member of the Burgundy and Gold. Um, I'm going to give you a few dates, and you tell me what comes to your mind when I mention them to you, okay? okay. So we'll see. April 28th, 2011. I got drafted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Start with the that's easy one. easy one. In April, yeah, yeah. That was an easy one. Uh, Roger Goodell says, with the 16th pick. Yeah, they select, my, they select me, and it was, uh, it was unbelievable. That was... Uh, you watch the draft growing up, you never really think it's going to be you. And then it's you and it's like, holy cow, I'm here. And it was, it was amazing. How about September 11th, 2011? That was my first game. You got a pick six in the third quarter and we, we beat the Giants. Got a nice division win. You know how many yards you ran it for for that touchdown? It was it was a long one. It was super long, like nine yards. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say no, yeah. no, but okay. I was there. I was like, you know, this is your day. Was, I'll let you I stretch it. I was gasped after it. that It's one, okay. It's you. okay. I mean, a great way to start. Yeah. Um, FedEx Field against the Giants. Mm-hmm. How about one week later, September 18th? Played the Cardinals and I got my first sack. Kevin Cobb, yeah, quarterback. Yeah, I remember that. That was yeah, that was a good day. We started out. That was won our second game in a row. Started out two and zero that year. And then let's see here, December twelfth, two thousand twelve. December twelfth, two thousand twelve. Hmm. It's week seventeen. Oh, sorry. Yeah, week seventeen. Okay, we beat the Cowboys to win the East. That yes, was an awesome did. one. Sunday night football. 
beat them on on the big stage to go to the playoffs. Yeah, it was your first division title in playoff Mm -hmm. berth. How about September 14th, 2014? Uh, I know. Was that the Jacksonville game? Yeah, four four sacks against Jacksonville. That was a that was the day you dream of. I'll just say that. (laughs) And then September 13th, 2020. Uh, Franchise uh, sack record. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm kind of impressed with the recall a little bit. I'm not to toot my own horn, but I mean, you know, yeah. Well, I I have one more here. Although I probably could add a few more after this. How about March 6, 2019? Oh, the best day. My firstborn was born. Never forget that. Oh, what a moment. All those, the pick six, the sacks, all that works cool, but nothing like that. And here you are now going in with, with three beautiful girls, by the mm-hmm. way, and a beautiful family. Congratulations on that. But if we look back over your career, I mean, there are so many records that you have as the franchise all-time sack leader with 95 and a half. Um, the number of games you played consecutively, 139 mm-hmm. um, from that. Is there something over your career that maybe stands out to you as more meaningful or important than another? I mean, from a statistical standpoint, not in particular. Um, I definitely took pride in sacks and forced fumbles because I felt like as a pass rusher, that's that's like your objective. That's your touchdown. Mm-hmm. That's a, a running back or quarterback getting a touchdown is getting a sack and a forced fumble. So I definitely took pride in that. But... I definitely, being able to, being available, being available to play and, you know, no matter the situation, no matter, you know, if, you know what, whatever week it was, if we were in playoff contention, if we were out, you know, I, I took a lot of pride in that, that, you know, I was the same guy when things were going good well, same guy when things were going bad. And I always, I always tried to make sure that that was the case. That's the part of when I talk to different guys and they'll say that you set that example on how to take care of your body mm-hmm. to make sure you are available out there for those moments. Um, do you have a favorite memory, though, of playing at FedEx Field or for the Burgundy and Gold? You mentioned one of them when we beat uh, the Cowboys to win the NFC East in 2012. Um, I would, you mentioned another pick six in my first game. That was in, incredible. I never scored in college. So to score in my first pro game was like, oh man, this is, this is cool. And, and then I think another, another big one was um, against Dallas in, in 18 when it got a sack fumble. Preston Smith picks it up for a touchdown and you know, we secure a big win uh, against Dallas. And that gave us like a two game lead in the division. And I just remember it like FedEx field was so loud that day. And in that moment, it was just, it, it was, it felt, it felt so cool to, you know, have made the play to get the crowd like that. It was, it was an awesome moment. You understand this fan base and just how passionate they are, how, how, much they long for those wins and those celebrations, but you have one of the most iconic celebrations that this fan base loves, um, the heartbreak kid. What does it mean that that still resonates with fans today too? I just, I think it, it, it's, it shows, I think that, you know, I'm, I'm kind of relatable. Like, you know, it's, it's a wrestling, it's a wrestler move. And I think a lot of people think, you know, wrestling's kind of funny and whatnot. So it was, I think it just showed some relatability and I, Cause I mean, it, and I just, I, I, I love that people, whenever I'd, you know, come out the training camp practice or whatnot, see fans, you know, doing it mm-hmm. off the side. And it just, I, I, I'm still surprised at how much it caught on. Like I, I remember talking to Will Compton about it and him, him telling me to do it and I did it and I never knew it would catch on like that, but it, I'm glad it did. <laughs> still does. Fans love it. Um, you know, they have a lot of love for you, but what would you say, um, as you leave this game, 11 years, what, is there something you might miss more than another? Um, definitely just the environment. Like you can't, you can't get a football environment, like a locker room environment, unless you're in a football environment. And 
it's I, that's one of the things I've grown to appreciate over the past couple seasons is just how special that is. Like you get to go to work with your friends. I mean, work. You get to go to work with your friends and 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 get to get to hang out. You get to play football. You get to you're in the grind. You're the, you're in this grind together. You you learn so much about different people from different walks of life. It's this. There's nothing like an NFL locker room. There's nothing like an NFL building. It's just. And so that's what I'm going to miss. I'm, yeah, I'll miss playing. I'll miss, you know, getting sacking quarterbacks and all that. That's, that was fun for sure. But the day-to-day with guys, the day-to-day with developing relationships, you know, with not only teammates and coaches, but, you know, the support staff, you know, the, the chefs in the kitchen, the guys in the weight room, it's everybody, the equipment, everybody. And, and I think that's definitely what I'm going to miss the most is because that those relationships are special. You said you're not one to just sit around and be idle. So like, do we know what those next steps are yet? Uh, not exactly, but I, I know what I'd want to do, and I want to stay in football. I, I, coaching, I think, is the route that I want to get into. I, uh, I, I can't I think it kind of speaks to the wanting to be in the football environment. I, I just, I love the, I love being around the guys, and I've, you know, I, I know I have a lot of wisdom I can pass on to guys, and hopefully help some younger guys become the become the players that they want to be. And um, but yeah, I just, I want to stay in football. I, I love love the game too much. This game loves you. Um, the Burgundy and Gold loves you. You know, we're now voting on the next 10 to go. We have the 80 greatest. We're now voting on the next 10 for the 90 greatest. What would it mean for fans to make sure that you're cemented in that list of one of the greatest ever? It'd be a tremendous honor. It's This is a very historical franchise. I mean, to be around as long as it's been, to think of all the players that have come through, the, the volume of players and also the quality of players that have come through here. If I'm, you know, fortunate enough to be one of those, then that's, I mean... It's a hell of an honor, and I, I, it's not something I, you know, take for granted. Congratulations, Ryan. Thank you. Yeah, nice to have you here. Good to have you back in the building and forever at the Burgundy and Gold. Absolutely. Thank you. For all your news and analysis, be sure to tune in to Command Center weeknights at 5.30, 10 p.m. on NBC Sports Washington. You can also stream on YouTube and Commanders.com. Hail to the Commanders.